Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. So at, at Key, J, and Z, we got this question Uh-oh. from Keith. Remember we were talking about Saquon Barkley earlier uh, in, the, in the first hour? Or yes. The, that's in the 8 o'clock hours. Yes. Say, and how Dave Gettleman decided to go with Saquon. And you were surprised when I said that I think behind that reasoning was is to try to give Eli Manning one more shot at it, figuring you had Eli. He wasn't quite done at that point. Okay. Give him a weapon yep. you know, that, that can allow him uh, to try to win one more time. Well, Keith asks, you've been talking about the choice of Saquon by the Giants to give Eli a weapon. Did the Steelers just make the same mistake with Najee and Ben? No, because I think they have the successor that's there in Dwayne Haskins. You really believe that? Absolutely, 100%. What, tell, what, what tells you that Haskins, well, who, who Ron Rivera had had it with him? Well, that's okay. That's a different, different what, opinion based on off-the-field issues. Dude's giving – Parties and stuff, and, and yeah, it's different, man. Not a that's, great teammate. That's immaturity. That's not teammates. Not being didn't, a good you team. always say but, the veterans will tell you they didn't like you him. You are a kid. Yeah. Sometimes you do kid like things. So I'm Washington okay. stuff is I'm not even clean the slate. Yeah. Now okay. Mike Tomlin signs him as soon as he's available. Mike Tomlin has a personal relationship with him. He knows him, and I've watched him in the preseason. Looks pretty damn good yeah, to me. Yeah, he did actually look good. Yeah, looks so, good to me. So you feel like the success was already there. That's why they didn't even draft the quarterback. Mm, didn't think they needed they to. Didn't, they, they said to themselves, we don't need to. Okay, yeah. Well, it's just a, it's a similar situation. He though. was a first-rounder for a reason because he can play. Yeah. He just is immature. Well, at the time, too, because Haskins wanted to be a giant, and at the time, too, it kind of felt like, you know. Well, to, he wanted to be drafted higher than what he was. He talked a lot about it, though. How yeah, because what he was trying to, to get there, too. What was it, the 10th pick? 7th? Seven? 7th pick versus wherever he went. Yeah. And then and obviously when Washington made that move, it's like, oh, they pulled a fast one on the Giants, getting the guy that they think might have been better. But, of course, that remains to be seen. Imagine that happens, that, that Haskins ends up with Pittsburgh, goes on to have a great career, and then Daniel Jones doesn't turn I, out. I believe that. Think about it. Young Najee Harris. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Washington will still be there because he's bickering and complaining about something. Okay, but Claypool, Claypool, who just yeah, he just and got hurt. Juju, right? And they got a nice. Well, you think young Juju stays defense. there? He remember he just he just signed because he really couldn't get the money he wanted. Yeah, but was else. it a one year deal? I think it was a one year deal. I thought it was a multi year deal, but yeah, I think so. Yeah. You're getting young at mm-hmm. that position. Johnson's there, yep. and then you drop in the young quarterback. I think he's there. Okay. Let's go back to his old, on the Giants point, on the Giants themselves as an organization. We were talking about John Mara saying that when asked if, you know, Dave Gettleman, the GM who made that decision to get Saquon and then to wait and then get Daniel Jones in the following year, was asked if he'd be on the hot seat this year. And John Mara's response was, well, we, are, we all are on the hot seat, which would suggest, okay, that means, yes, he is on the hot seat. Um, but he also had some other things that he had to say when he addressed the media. And one of them involved – what is a, an underlying story in the NFL during this preseason, key, and it involves the COVID vaccine with players. Now, they can't – again, the union has stepped in. that The league can't mandate players no. getting a vaccine, but they certainly are trying to encourage it. And John Mara said that the Giants, as a staff, yes, everybody has it. Players, no. They're over 90%. Now, I think it's the uh, Atlanta Falcons are at 100%, players and staff. Now, teams are already starting to say that if you want to come to our games, you have to show proof of a vaccine. The Raiders so far have done it. Uh, I think the Saints are another team as well that's mandating that. But listen to what Maris said about how he feels uh, about the players and whether or not it should be mandated for them to get the vaccine. 
I prefer that everybody be vaccinated. I, I would have preferred that it, it would have been mandatory for players to get vaccinated, but the Players Association did not share that view. So we're, we are where we are, which is not a bad spot to be in. We're over 90 percent. Obviously, I'd like it to be 100 percent because I think it's the right thing to do. Now, he said he was, they're not going to, for Giants fans anyway, you're not going to be forced to have to show proof of vaccination to come to games. I mentioned the Raiders and Saints already said that they will do that, uh, but they are looking for at, at least, you know, you want to protect your fan base. You want to do that. Yeah. But the union already said that you can't do this with players. But for an owner to come out and say that, 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 that he, he wanted it to be that way, but it can't be that way. Do you have a problem with it? No, I really, I really don't, to be honest with you. I think that when you look at the Atlanta Falcons and they're 100%, mm-hmm. well, you got guys that work with the Falcons, like Rich McKay. The communication is a little bit different. Rich McKay knows how to communicate with everybody and, and, and talk to people. So it, it, it can be a little bit different because of those things with a guy like that that I know very well. Um, but I don't have a problem with Mar-, Mar saying that at all. Wouldn't it be putting – it sounds like pressure, though, wouldn't it? No, because his opinion, yeah. his opinion is his opinion. And his, his views are his views. And there are certain players on his team that don't share the same views and a lot of different things, I'm sure, as him. So you can't force somebody to do something – that don't want to do it. You just can't. But what I would say to that is understand it's a business and understand when you are at the bottom of the depth chart, they will take that into consideration on you. Yeah, I was going there they, next. They, they will take that into consideration on you. Doesn't make it right, but you must understand it's a business and they want players vaccinated because they want to protect everybody and that's what it is. And everybody's views are different. My views are different than yours on these situations and somebody else's. That's just the way it is. Right. But it, it, I guess because he's speaking as an owner, it does sound like, and that's been the concern, is, is to put pressure on someone. Like you just mentioned, if I'm, if I'm a player that is not a starter or a star, but I have a chance to make this team, but I'm choosing for whatever reason to not get the vaccine, you almost feel like, well, I have no but chance of making this you team just, You just – have to understand that they're running a business and you're trying to be a part of their business. And if your views don't align with theirs based on medication, they might look at it differently, but you just got to understand that you have to understand it. So you can't, you know, it's just like the same thing. If, if ESPN mandated that I needed to be vaccinated and I decided not to, but I wanted to come to work every single day, I must wear my mask and figure out how to talk in the mic with a mask on and everything else and all of those sort of things. That's not the case, though. Mm-hmm. But if that was the case, I need to now understand that and take care of it the same way. They're not saying you can't come into the building, but they're saying that you got to lift weights this way, you got to do that. This You just need to understand that. Different set of rules. It's just a different, it's a different set of rules that you put yourself in when you made the decision not to. The funny thing is, though, whatever happened to the HIPAA laws, though? That went right out the door with this vaccination stuff, right? Well, not, well you, they're not revealing who does and doesn't. It's not like no. John Mara is naming the guys on the team. No, but I'm just saying they, wanna, they want you to show stuff at these stadiums. You're not supposed that, to be you, able to show your medical records. 
Well, no, no, no. I, I don't think it really HIPAA works doesn't on that. Apply That's about to a that. HIPAA only applies. It's it's something that a a, a health provider can't... and a physician right. signs an oath yes. to not reveal someone else's information. You have the Without right to reveal permission. whatever information you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm saying but, I'm right, so saying don't go to a game. Don't go to wait. A, but I'm saying when you don't reveal, right? Because me telling you. Then I'm showing you my medical record yeah. to get into a game. Because, and that's your right to do that. Yeah, like, but like, you're asking me to do it to get into the game. But it's, it's, I'm asking you. I'm not te- it's, it's, not, it's not something where I'm revealing that information. See, the, the, <laughs> I wish people understand. It's the HIPAA law has nothing to do with Yeah, well, you you're revealing. getting ready to educate me there because. Okay, you know what when I, you're at a doctor's office and you check up certain boxes that says we're yes. allowed to send, yes, to share your medical information. Yeah, yeah you yeah, say you're, no. You're or giving yeah. them permission. Yeah. Otherwise, okay. they can't send it to, let's say, another doctor or a specialist or something. They can't do it. Without your permission. But then asking me is like getting my permission. I mean, asking me is basically forcing, forcing me. your permission. Forcing my oh, permission, right? Look, I own. So it's just right. funny. I'm, just, I'm having a party at my house. It's just funny. I'm not letting you in my house unless I know that you are vaccinated. That's just how it no, was. No, it's just funny to me. Yeah. It's just wild. That's where we are right now. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Let's get back to the calls, shall we? Kevin's in North Carolina with some fantasy football names. Kevin. Good morning, guys. Good morning. What's happening? First time caller. It's good to listen to you guys. How are you? Appreciate it. Thanks. Good. Good. All right. So you're going to be blown away by these. Uh, the first one is Mischievous. And Mischievous. the second one is Key Lime Pie. And if you don't like those, you can do Keeping It Real. Thank keeping you, guys. It. Keeping It Real. I see. That's He's keeping making it real. Keep, keeping It Real might be too it, that's that'll that'll, no, cut, that'll cut them too deep. <laughs> they don't like when you keep it real. They don't. Mm-mm. But as a name for your team, it would be fitting. I'm still saying though, the two pillows one is my favorite. That's the one that again, two pillows sleep is my favorite name so far for your team. David's in Philadelphia. David, good morning, guys. First morning. time caller. Key, I love your approach to life. And Mister New York, I don't know what to tell you, bro. What do you mean you don't have to tell me? Because you're going to the game. I'm an Atlanta fan, but I live in Philly, so I called in for the, uh, oh, the, the wide oh, receiver oh, oh, combo. You're, oh, so you're a Hawks fan. And, 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 no, yeah, and the Jets. Don't hang up on no, me. No, that's fine. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not going to hang up on you. I just You just wanted me to know that you're the Hawks fan, so you became a Hawks fan when? No, I'm a Falcons fan. Man, you got too many birds oh, now, in your life. Now I'm confused. You, you got said eagles, jet? hawks, birds. No, no, no. Birds. I, know, I know. That's what I said early in the morning. Get your coffee. But uh, <laughs> what I'm saying is, in New York, it's a tough city to win at. And when you win, there's so much scrutiny that goes along with it. Like, he's marked for life there. But uh, my wide receiver, running back combo was, uh, well, is Ridley and Mr. Sims. Man, I, yeah, it's early in the morning. I don't even understand what my man was saying. I don't either. He, I think he kind of got off the rails a little bit. Yeah, he was talking about, at first he was saying the, the Atlanta, so I thought he was talking <laughs> about the Knicks-Hawks because I'm Mr. New York. Apparently not because he's uh, – Evan, do a better job of screening the calls, I, I, think, I think he got a little nervous. It was his first time. We do appreciate you, though, for calling in. We got to go to Peanut in Orlando, though. Peanut. Hey, how's it going, boys? Good. Uh, Keith. Yo. I'm going to back you up. I, I think that Kiva joke, I mean, come on. You couldn't come up with nothing better than that. Exactly. That dude, I'm sure he's really um, he's really an athletic guy, I'm sure. 
<laughs> the guy who came. Wait, wait. You're saying the guy who came up with Keem is probably not very athletic? Is that what you're saying? Oh no, definitely not. <laughs> All right. What do you got for us? Yeah, I like what I like where you had Cooper and Zeke. I'm a Cowboys. I'll be at the game on Thursday in Tampa. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Go Cowboys. Mm. All right. Okay. Well, I think Zeke and I think Zeke and Amari was in the right spot. Yeah. I mean, they are a top five duel in terms of running back receiver in the National Football League. Where would you put the like? Let's go trio real quick. Because again, before we did all the keys, top five duos, and it's just for everybody to understand, it's just wide receiver and running back, not tight end, not quarterback. Well, he runs a lot, so no, no, no. It's running back RB one, WR one. That's it. So that's all we're doing. And you had your top five, but if we make it a trio and add the quarterback, where would you put would would with those three with, well, see, with those now two I with that? Stretch it, and the reason I have to stretch it is because when I drop Patrick Mahomes in there, Tyreek, no matter who the running back is, that yeah. numbers are going to go up. Yeah, of course. So I'm saying I got to stretch it beyond and, five. Now. And how about if you have like like because like you, you go can put Kirk them Cousins, in there, they're going to get. Knocked out. Well, you had, right, you had Dalvin, you had, you had Dalvin, yeah, Dalvin and, and Justin Jefferson yeah. as your number one. Yeah, but then that's what I'm saying. So now but you my had list Kirk grows. Cousins. Yeah, but Kirk I think they would be doing that regardless of who the quarterback so you, is. But, but what I'm saying is if you add Kirk Cousins and we're going to make it a trio, does that make them, does that drop them? Yeah, to drop them right? a little bit. Yeah, drop, that's why I say, eh, it's going to drop them <laughs> just a smidgen or two. Because I feel like. Well, they were your number five. I feel I like say. I could. So they were your five. Would they stay in a top five? If we do trios, I know I'm really changing. Yeah, the game now here, you done changed everything, man. Well, uh, it would be tight. It would be tight because I didn't have Seattle in there. Nope. That's what I'm saying. So if right. I'm put Russell Wilson mm-hmm. in DK, DK Metcalf or Lockett in Kaysen, mm-hmm. now what? Right. That's so I mean. it's like it changes the conversation. Yeah. Sorry. So, but just, we ain't. That's not it right now. We're not putting any quarterbacks in. All right. Well, I'm just trying to advance it because people wanted to say, but Patrick Mahomes. That's what it became. It became. Yeah. You got to also talk about who's throwing it to him or handing it to him. That makes a difference, which is why I said, "All right, let's expand." And then it. if I add Aaron Rodgers, he he jumps to the number one spot. Aaron Jones, and Aaron Devontae Jones, Adams. and Devontae Adams, and Aaron Rodgers jump way ahead of Tanny Hill and Derek and Julio. Derek Henry and AJ or, or Julio, yeah. right? So just to recap, Key's top five wide receiver running back duos. Number one, as he mentioned, Derek Henry, AJ Brown, or Julio. Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams was number two. Kamara and Michael Thomas, number three. Uh, Zeke and Amari Cooper, number four. And Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, number five. And, again, like you mentioned, you add the, a quarterback into this. And I do think it not only you re, re-rank this, but you might also have one drop out and move in others, obviously including the Chiefs. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Jackson is in Virginia. Go ahead, Jackson. Um, yeah, he, on your Dwayne Haskins take, um, I think like it's like a good idea, but because like if the Steelers aren't good this year, I would like definitely take Ben out and then have him start over um, Mason Rudolph. And then if we are good this year, then we keep Ben Big Ben in, and then uh, hopefully we do good well in the playoffs because this year's draft isn't um, QB heavy. Um, so I like to take, but I I don't know if he can be our franchise guy. Yeah, well, I, I mean, it's still the, the it's still the jury is still out on him. If they go and make a strong run into the playoffs, and Ben looks like a four thousand yard passer and a thirty touchdown, twelve interception guy, I'm sure they'll be saying, "Well, we can give it one more year. Let's give it one more try. Let's give it one more try." And Dwayne Haskins can still learn underneath him. 
The thing about a guy like Dwayne Haskins is the only reason why he's not with Ron Rivera in, in Washington is because they couldn't deal with the off-the-field behavior. Dudes have, first of all, first mistake, I'm in a game I'm signing damn autographs as a rookie on the sideline yeah. when I'm supposed to be kneeling down in two minutes. So that was a strike against mm-hmm. you. Then you partying and doing all this. In the midst of, just, again, pandemic, of, COVID, you yeah, were supposed, everybody's you, supposed to be in a bubble. Yeah, like. you're doing too much. You're doing immature, kiddish things. And if I'm a head coach, I don't have time for that because I didn't draft you anyway. So he cut him. Boom, move on. But he also wasn't preparing. Like, they were, well, they were okay, annoyed was, at him for not, not putting in the work. Not putting in the work. Kid-like. When you are young and immature in professional sports or in life in general, mistakes are made. He's not the only young kid that made mistakes. Mm-hmm. Hell, a quarterback that's in front of him when he was young, you know all the mistakes Ben was making in his life? Well documented. So it's, it's when you're young, you do things. Hell, I wrote a book as a, a rookie. It's a hell of a book. No, it really is, but I'm just saying. No, I understand. You yeah. can get and, it on and, Amazon and, just in case you wanted to know. And don't judge it by its title, trust me. It is nothing <laughs> about the title. That's the best thing about it. Justin, plug. Justin is in Washington, D.C. Justin. Hey, what's going on, Key? I'm a big fan of yours from your uh, L.A. show with L.V., Raj, Chris, and Travis, man. So a long-time fan, long-time listener. But I was calling in for the uh, name for your team, and I was going to say Key Pocalypse. Apocalypse. The key apocalypse. That's mm. cool. See, it's it's like key SPN. That's another one of my favorites. <laughs> what? No, no, you don't like that one nah. either. Uh-uh. We are getting. Uh, just so you know, all of the HIPAA experts are now. Oh gosh, <laughs> I'm not up. a doctor, so please enlighten me. <laughs> please explain to me, so I can be much more educated than I am, and I have no problem. See, that's one thing my mother said. <laughs> Always ask questions when you don't know yeah. something because yeah. you want to be able to have the conversation at the table. There is no such thing as a stupid question. So I question. don't know. I thought, you know, to me it's like, well, you're asking me to disclose my medical records when you're asking me about my medical history. Right, but I'm asking you because you're, you're not entitled to walk into this building. So There's too many damn rules, man. <laughs> There's just too many rules. Yeah, well. Not that I care anyway, because I'm vaccinated, but I'm just saying. You just put that out there. I ain't got no problem telling you. You, you just want to tell the world this. Man, I ain't got you no problem telling that you. with the world. I ain't got no good. problem telling you. I trust the dudes in the white coats with the pins. And most of those are scientists and doctors. I trust the science. <laughs> I don't care. Now that that's out there. <laughs> we can what? Take... Did I just make you uncomfortable? Uh, no, not at all. Why oh, would I God. be uncomfortable? Evan, I think I just made our guy uncomfortable. You're trying today to make me uncomfortable. Like, you're going out of your way. you got to understand that that doesn't work with me. I stay at one speed all the time, no matter what you say or do. Uncomfortable conversation. And I've already known this anyway, so you didn't reveal That's a reveal book. You do know that, right? To me. Uncomfortable conversation. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. KJJ, we're going to move on KJJ. from now. <laughs> See, I got him all. <laughs> he can't even get on track now. <laughs> Oh, man. 888-ESVN. Let's go to Robert in Indianapolis. Robert. <laughs> it must be all the time, no matter what you say or do. A comfortable conversation. I've already known this. What? Anyway, you didn't relax. Wait, wait, what are you doing? <laughs> what was that? I don't think he realized he was on. He probably, took a, call. He probably took a call right before we put him on. Or was that us? No, that was him at his house Yikes. having a conversation. 
This is quite the day. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin brought to you by Mako. With Mako and their magic, your car is no longer tragic. If life throws you uh-ohs, just say, better get Mako and head to Mako.com to get an online estimate today. I think that segment might need some Mako. No, we was good, man. It's all about fun, man. Absolutely. This is a morning show. Yeah. We don't want people falling asleep. No. We want them laughing and having fun and getting out and enjoying life on a Wednesday. Yes, on a in Wednesday. In New York weather. A hump day just in great. the cloudy New York. It'll be raining about 6 o'clock. the weather. You know what else we want them to do? We want them to sign up and play as the fantasy football marathon continues. Sign up and play at ESPN.com forward slash FFL. Or the simple thing to do is just get the ESPN Fantasy app. It is the number one fantasy app in the world. You get it on your phone, your iPad, whatever. And you can control everything, private league with your friends, a public league where you can go up against others that are matched at your skill levels. You're not dealing with, you know, Johnny Tryhard fantasy guy if you're just more of like the, the average type of player. You can play up to 25 leagues. And if you play 25 leagues, God bless you. I don't know how you do it. But once again, ESPN.com forward slash FFL or the ESPN fantasy app coming up more giants so why dave gettleman does not regret drafting saquon barkley second overall in what was a quarterback draft we'll discuss after key has this from indeed finding the perfect hire can feel like searching for a needle in a haystack of resumes indeed makes hiring fast and simple with 135 skill tests to help candidates prove they have the experience your job requires if they want to be hired. Their powerful hiring platform even helps you schedule and conduct video interviews right on their site, which is probably why Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. That is according to Talent Nest. To learn more about finding your next great hire, visit Indeed.com slash credit. That's why we found a check. As a fan, this is amazing. This no, is the is. time of the year. This is what we talked about. This is real, man. This is real. This is Scott Van Pelt, and I'm ready. This is Keyshawn Johnson. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are ready. This is Stafford Steve, and I'm ready. This is the Bear, and I'm ready. Football is back, and it kicks off every morning with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin and continues all day right here on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Sports Center right now, Jamal Adams signs an extension to become the NFL's highest-paid safety. 
Adams four-year extension with the Seahawks carries a max value of $72 million with a $20 million signing bonus, $38 million guaranteed. His agents, Kevin Connor and Robert Brown of Universal Sports, told ESPN's Adam Schefter. The extension added to the final year of Adams' rookie deal, so he's under contract through the 2025 season. Seahawks acquired Adams from the Jets last August in a deal that sent two first-round picks to New York. Here's Adams with Chris Berman on getting the deal done. Man, I'm, I'm just so fortunate uh, to be a part of such a you know unique organization. Uh, great coaching staff, great fan base, uh, great teammates. Uh, you know, the next goal is to get to the championship and win it. That's our goal, man. Speaking of championships, here come the Yankees. The sweep, the doubleheader from the Red Sox yesterday in the first game. What a moment. Pitched out of a bases-loaded, no-out jam in the seventh to hang on for a 5-3 win. Then Luke Voigt, two-run single in the fifth, was the difference in that game. In the nightcap, Voigt again with Giancarlo Stanton. They hit solo home runs. Three Yankee pitchers combined for a five-hitter to shut out the Red Sox. Yankees now atop the wild-card race. They play the Red Sox again tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. To the NBA, where the Kings routed the Celtics to claim the NBA Summer League Championship. The aptly named Lewis King finished with 21 points to help Sacramento cruise to a 167 victory. It was the Kings' first Summer League title since 2014. Raise the banner. Sports Center brought to you by Barbasol. Barbasol Shaving Cream is available in five fantastic flavors to customize your close shave whether it's the classic original or sensitive skin there's one for every face find your favorite barbersol today close shave america close shave barbersol what do the giants do with saquon barkley there was first some thought that they would not discuss an extension with him but that is now starting to become a story in new york Keyshawn j will zubin presented by progressive insurance all guests join us on the goodyear hotline and join us right now ESPN Giants reporter Jordan Renan on the Goodyear Hotline. Jordan, good morning. Good morning. What's going on, guys? Well, I know you were a big part of of the press conference yesterday with Dave Gettleman and this exchange as well with the Giants GM, but let's play it for the audience, and I want to get your comments off of this. When the discussion about drafting Saquon Barkley, number two overall, which was at the time even a discussion in a quarterback draft, and the question was, of course, do you regret – uh, do you have any regrets? I'm sorry. Let me word it properly because I screwed up the first time. <laughs> you asked him that he doesn't regret drafting Saquon Barkley. I didn't ask the first question. Okay, That's the question me. was I asked. asked the follow-ups. You'll hear. All right, can we start this over? <laughs> Would That was the question. Well, it would be nice if I knew that. Would you pick Saquon again with a number two pick? And here's what he said. Absolutely. Absolutely, he's, he's, you know, stuff happens. You know, not everything's perfect. And guy, and, and there are guys all over this league that get hurt and, and big-time players. And, and he's done a great job rehabbing. And I feel the same way about him. He's different, and he's, he's going to be ready to go when he's ready to go. Obviously, though, that stuff does happen more to running backs. Is that not? I, I don't know that that's true. You don't, you don't believe that they have shorter career lives than maybe others just because of maybe the hits that they I don't, make? I, you know, Jordan, uh, you know, really and truly, you know, <laughs> really and truly, you can talk about injuries at, a, at any position, 
All right. I would I, I would not make a different decision today that I made in 2018. Plain and simple. Now, that was the voice of Jordan Ronnie. He joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Jordan, it was the right follow-up. It definitely was the right follow-up, of course. But, I mean, what else was he going to say, right? Well, here's where, here's where I, you know, took – I had a problem with it, and this is why I followed up, and I was like, wait a minute. You, you, you're telling me that everybody gets injured? He could have just said Saquon's a great player. We're looking forward to what he's doing. This, You know, we're going to do this season. We want to have him back. Uh, you know, we don't regret the, the pick. That's fine. But then he, tried, he went to down the road of, well, everybody gets hurt, right? You know, hey, you know, every position gets hurt. I mean, there is tons of data out there. And first of all, if he doesn't know that, that's a, that's a problem. And if he doesn't really believe that, that's a problem. Because there's tons of data out there that will show you that running backs get injured at a way higher frequency than any other position. I mean, I, I was looking at stuff yesterday. It's almost two to one. You know, they get injured like every 50 plays or something or snaps or so or carries, whatever it was. And like the next the other positions, like wide receiver net, they were close to like 100. So, I mean, the, the, that is out there. The fact that he went down that road is where I kind of took umbrage with it and was like, wait a minute, I can't just be sat here and, and fed, you know, all this, you know, BS, to, 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 for lack of a better word, in regards to that portion of it. I mean, I would have been fine with he said, you know, Saquon's a great player. I don't regret drafting him. And, you know, we, we look forward to having him back. But the injury part to me is if he doesn't realize that and he doesn't know that, how do Giant fans feel confident that this guy is leading them moving forward if he really does believe that? Well, if he's not leading them moving forward, then John Mara and the rest of everybody in the building is on the hot seat. So I guess percentages of the Giants are up for sale after this season if they don't win. Is everybody on the hot seat? Uh, let's not, I mean, that's, I, it's hard for me to believe. I, I mean, Joe, I can't imagine Joe judge in his second season is going to be on the hot seat. They, they are very high on Joe judge and love everything he's doing. So I don't see that happening. And we all know that ownership is not on the hot seat because, uh, you know, they've been bad now for what, eight years, mm-hmm. the better part of eight years. They have one winning season in the past eight. And guess what? None of those people lost their jobs because their ownership. And I feel, I think we all fully understand that. Now, maybe Daniel Jones, uh, he has a big year. Everyone kind of conceded that. And Gettleman, it's a big year for him. He has 15 wins in three years as general manager. I mean, if you have another bad season and another five or six year win season, and that's four years in a row as a general manager, I think we all could agree that it's going to be hard to keep your job if you have, you know, 20 wins in four years as a general manager or whatever. So. Uh, he, he, they could, they could, you know, parse it any way they want. Uh, he, he's, he needs, the Giants need to produce victories. John Maris said that. So it doesn't really vibe. If you say we need to win games, I expect to be competing for the playoffs, but the general manager is not on the hot seat. Well, how do those two things go together? Yeah, they don't. And when you say everyone's on the hot seat, then you're saying, okay, then he is on the hot seat. If everyone is, that's, that's basically what he told you. Right. Yeah. Jordan, um, what? Why didn't they play Daniel Jones in week one of the preseason if they're trying to see what he is and evaluate him? He's still young. I think he only has 26 starts in his young career. Yeah. Well, this is a whole new world, Key. I mean, this isn't the NFL that you played in. There's only three preseason games now. So, Joe Judge, they had to make cuts uh, yesterday, actually. So, Joe Judge came into that game. His 
plan was to treat that game sort of like it was the fourth preseason game. So because that was like the fourth preseason game from the old fourth preseason game for them, they were going to play most of their young guys the whole game. And also, you also you have to remember, this is where the Giants are right now. Saquon Barkley's still not in live drills, right? So he wasn't going to play in the preseason game. Kenny Galladay has a hamstring injury. Kyle Rudolph, he's injured. Kadarius Toney, he's not playing. So even if you do put Daniel Jones out on the field, really, who are you putting that on the field with at this point? So I think, I think that also factored into the equation with that. And you're going to see him more uh, this week against Cleveland. And then in the third preseason game, which is the last preseason game, you're going to see a lot of Daniel Jones in the first team offense. And that's going to sort of be the third and final preseason game this year for the Giants is going to be like the old third preseason game where, you know, the starters would go out and play a half or three quarters or whatever. Now, I know Saquon Barkley was cleared last week to practice just doing basically individual drills. Yep. Update us, Jordan, on, on his status and what your expectations are uh, for him before the season begins. Yeah, he's doing a little bit more. Uh, yesterday he snuck on the red jersey, which is usually reserved for quarterbacks, and got into a little seven-on-seven seven drills. So that's like a, a, you know, a, a little progression for him this week. But here's what I was told going into the summer, the, the timeline that was laid out. He kind of had to be back on the field, start practicing by the Cleveland joint practices in order to really be ramped up and ready for week one. Well, guess what? He was activated and back on the field 10 days before the joint practices, which actually start tomorrow. Uh, so you have to figure, hey, the timeline here, he has plenty of time to get ready. He's been looking good so far. He hasn't done a ton, but they have a plan for him. And right now I'd say that the chances are, as long as there's not anything that sets him back, that Saquon Barkley is probably going to be ready for week one. Now you have to, be realistic. That doesn't mean Saquon Barkley comes back week one and the Giants throw him out there uh, as his full workload that he's had in previous years. He's not going to play 90% of the snaps. They're still going to play it, take it slowly with him. Take a, and Joe Judge has been very adamant about this, taking a long-range view with Saquon Barkley because they expect him to be part of the organization long-term. How much of a concern is the offensive line? I know they've spent time trying to rebuild it, but, I mean, obviously, like you said, they are missing some pieces, but they didn't look great against the Jets. How, how much of a concern is the Giants' O-line? That might be the biggest concern with this team right now because you, you have still that youngish quarterback who you need to play well, and all these shiny toys and weapons, granted a bunch of them aren't on the field at the moment, but mm -hmm. – can can the offensive line be good enough to really show off those toys and weapons? So uh, that is definitely the biggest concern with this team. I mean, I'm writing a story right now. The Giants have four offensive line coaches in that room with them, basically. Like Freddie Kitchens is kind of working on the run game, so he, he's kind of in that mix. With it. And that's a lot. I mean, Keith, four, four coaches in one room is, uh, is, is not something that I've heard of very often. Uh, so they're trying everything to get this right. It's year eight of the offensive line rebuild, bad, really. Yes. I mean, I've been covering this team since 2013. It's been something they've been trying to do since then. I mean, so, they've been trying to rebuild that line to no avail. I mean, they've whiffed on guys in the draft. They haven't done great in free agency. And this line is young. They have questions all, you know. We don't know about, you know, four, let's say four of the five guys right now. We're sitting here saying, well, 
you know, if things go right, this guy should be better. Well, this guy should be better. When you're saying that about four of the five guys, you know, that's kind of problematic. And and we're going to see, you know, how much leaps they can make sort of with Andrew Thomas. I mean, it's really, they need Andrew Thomas. He was the fourth overall pick last year. He played terribly in the first half of the season, got better as the year went along, was a serviceable left tackle by the by the end of the season. They need him. They can't, they, they can't have him be serviceable. He was the number four pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. They need him to be good left tackle this year. Otherwise, that line is in big jo- trouble. Jordan, are you, are you telling me so that I'm clear here? There are four different coaches in the offensive line room, or are there veteran players that's like coaches? No, they have four coaches. They have a, a headline coach, Rob Sale, who's okay. in his first year in the NFL. They have an assistant offensive line coach and Ben Wilkerson. Okay. And then Pat Flaherty is a consultant, but he's on the field coaching every day. Okay. And then Freddie Kitchens, who's like the uh, offensive assistant, assistant uh, offensive coordinator type deal. So all four guys coaching in that room at the same time. You do know that you're going to be writing about how horrible the offensive line is this year. You do understand (laughs) that. You don't. I assume you don't like that setup then. You got four voices talking to a unit. Everybody got a different technique. Everybody has something they believe in. What leg you should use, how you should pull, when you wrap around, don't pass color, pass color. What you you watch what I tell you. Talk to me at about week seven and let me know. That's why I asked the question. <laughs> Jordan, we gotta leave it right there. You're not alone. By the way, you're not alone. I spoke to some other people, some former players and other people, especially involved in the offensive line. And they kind of were telling me the same thing. They're like, what? Yeah. Four coaches? You kidding me? Yeah, that's a, there's no way that works. That's so I, I, don't, I do not doubt you. That's a major concern. And, and like I said, for the Giants, that's going to be their biggest concern. I'm glad you agree with that. Jordan, good to catch up with you. Thanks so much. All right. Do it again soon, fellas. Have a good All show. Right. You got it. Jordan Renan. Damn, four coaches? <laughs> In one room. That's like having three voices into his ear. I've oh, only that's right. Known, Miami's doing that, too. I've only known teams to have one offensive line coach and an assistant to help him with the bags and learn how to coach. Yeah, get the video That's ready. That's it. That's the oh, – I've never heard of four. That's serious business. Yeah, keep an eye on that story. All right, coming up, what happens when a fan actually buys his favorite franchise? Find out after I tell you about Straight Talk Wireless. So 5G's here, but the big carriers want you to sign a pricey long-term contract to get in on the action. Not anymore. Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide with plans starting at just $35 a month with no contract and get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299, all on America's best networks. 5G coverage, 5G phones, less money. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. It's time for Call a Roulette. You know the rules. Don't ask us how we are. We're good. I don't want to hear any of that. Get in, say your name, and make your point and ask the question. 888-729-3776. 888-SAY-ESPN. And don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. Especially you, Line 5. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We'll get to the calls momentarily. But first, this from Twitter. And no, not the complaint. De- well, it's a complaint department. But fortunately, right now, it's not about us. It is about the free-falling New York Mets, who at the beginning of this month were in first place in the division and now, I think it's five straight losses now, and they are falling to at least third place. And it has been frustrating for a lot of their fans, including one of their diehard fans that is now an owner of the team, that is Steve Cohen. And Steve Cohen went to Twitter this morning. It's hard to understand how professional hitters can be this unproductive. The best teams have a more disciplined approach. The slugging and OPS numbers don't lie. So he's complaining about his own team. On Twitter, a team that he essentially paid for. And that's what happens. Partly rebuilt. Super rich, though. So if you were on this team right now and you saw your owner tweet something like that, how would you be feeling? I mean, they've I had meetings, wouldn't. they've had call outs, they've had everything. And I probably wouldn't even pay no attention. Oh, to you be would. honest with you. No, I probably wouldn't. But you'd kind of know. No, I probably wouldn't pay no attention. Have you ever hit a curveball? That's what I probably would say to him. Right. Keep it moving. <laughs> Just, have you ever in your life hit a curveball? No, but the point is, though, is he's paying for you to hit that curveball. It doesn't matter. And you are not hitting it. Yeah, but you, you're criticizing the situation like that. I'm just, asking Publicly. You, I'm just asking you a question. Have you ever hit a curveball? If he's That's saying that on I would Twitter, say. what is he saying behind the scenes? Head's exactly. going to roll, man. Yeah, they, some, the Mets yeah, don't make the playoffs. That's usually what happens. It reminds me of, do you remember the old lottery commercial where the guy, like, buys the baseball team and then puts himself in at third base yes. and, like, he literally can't swing a bat? Right, just a disaster. That's what Key's saying reminds me. Yes, right. But it's just like to see an owner go out like in New York. By the way, add the aspect that he did it in New York, which means you know now this is going to blow up even bigger. And if sometimes you're a player just, on the Mets. Sometimes you should just own the team. Sometimes you should. Let's spin the wheel. No, I want to hear some complaints about Wait, you us. Want, you want complaints? Yeah. I like that. We didn't really get any complaints. Oh, gosh. Not a lot. It's all the names of te- you know fantasy oh, okay. football. All right. How about, how about uh, KSD said that your your fantasy football nickname should be always on vacation? But that's that, but see that's <laughs> a part that's a lie because I'm not lie, always lie, on vacation. I'm not always on vacation. It's like that funny. doesn't make any sense, dude. I work here so much. Like I'm overworked. Like what is he talking about? You actually you you did double duty yesterday. NFL Live. Yes, and I'm doing NFL Live NFL again. NFL Live again today. Yeah, after doing Key four SPN. hours of radio. Mm-hmm. Four hours of radio again a day, mm-hmm. NFL Live. Then on top of that, Shanae and Golick, I'm doing a hit for them. Are I did Sports Center again yesterday. I pulled, come on, man. All right, so we need to then add that part of it too now. We yeah, have to, people just be talking. How about USC you later? Yeah, whatever. You University like of Sports Children, all that. Yeah, that was another one too. Yeah, yeah roll it. All right, let's spin it. Look, you want the complaints? I gave you fantasy football team always, names. It's a big fantasy I'm football marathon. On Line three. I wish that was the case. Yeah, me too. 
I mean, you were always on vacation. Okay. Guess Line that- three. Hello. Hey, how's it going? What's that? All right. So my qu- my question is, I got a bit of a complaint here. So as a Baltimore Ravens fan, for 20-plus years, we've never been able to develop a rookie wide receiver as a pro into a pro bowler. How difficult is it to, you know, get a pro bowl wide receiver and develop them once drafted? It's, it's I mean, it's, it's worth it, and they got to have a quarterback. Have to have a I think Derek, but Derek Mason was a Tennessee guy first. I was thinking Derek yeah. Mason was a Tennessee guy. Uh, Lewis was a punt returner. Michael Jackson came from Cleveland. <laughs> Remember him, the receiver? Um, who else? I th- that's it. Quadri? No? Quadri instrument? No, he was Minnesota first. You're just going, you're just, I'm just yeah, trying to think of trying to find somebody that was developed. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be a – it starts with having a quarterback, Corey right? Smith? Torrey Smith. Was he a pro bowler? Torrey Smith? Yeah, they developed him. Yeah. But I don't think he was a pro bowler. Spin it one more time. Or not. You also got to be good, too. Whoever we picked up there, we're going to owe you a call tomorrow. <laughs> Enjoy huh. the fantasy football also marathon, also got to be everybody. good, too, huh? 